Welcome to the Dietitian Values Podcast, a space for conversations that go beyond lip speak, challenge the status quo, and hopefully create a space where we can learn and unlearn in connection and community. Join me, Laura Jean, accredited practicing dietitian, as I brained up my thoughts, chat with insightful guests, and create a space where we'll probably end up with more questions than answers, but also a space for encouraging and inspiring accountable action. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Dietitian Values Podcast. Today I want to talk about um, scarcity, and particularly I want to talk about the alternative that I use to scarcity, um, or to like approaching scarcity, I suppose. So in the business world, in the coaching space, um, scarcity comes up. I mean, scarcity is a natural human driver. Um, When things are scarce, when resources are scarce, then there is an inbuilt drive in humans to go after the resources that we might need. Um, When something might be scarce physiologically, there are human process, there are biological processes. So for example, if we think of something like feeling cold, which means heat is scarce, there's biological processes to warm us up. So Moving out of a sort of scarcity is a pretty natural process and a human drive. And often what is positioned as the alternative or the thing to consider or move towards is abundance, an abundance mindset. And I want to talk about why I don't find that helpful. And I want to offer up a couple of, um, I suppose, invitations or um, things, some points to consider. Now, I'm not saying that you have to change your mind. I'm not saying there is anything wrong with having an abundance mindset. This isn't an either or situation. It's just some things I've been thinking about and some points I just wanted to share. And I I've been meaning to make it like a post on this or some sort of, you know, social media kind of snippet, but it's just something that I feel like needs a little bit more detail. So I wanted to do a podcast around it. Okay, so um, so firstly, let's let's just have a look at these two things. When we're thinking of scarcity at one end and the other end being abundance, there's a couple of things that I feel, um, and like I said, I'm not anti-abundance. Abundance, the word itself just means um, a great amount or plentiful. Sometimes within the business space, I feel like the definition of abundance or abundance mindset is like limitless abundance. So like almost like there is just enough for everyone to have as much as they need. And that piece I do have a bit of a problem with um, because I don't know if that's true for humans, but also I definitely don't think it's true if we want to live sustainably or at least even in harmony, like or in some sort of ecosystem with nature. Um, I think it puts humans outside of nature and I I don't, don't think it's a belief, but maybe it's a belief, but I just... Um, humans are nature. Um, we live in a way that is kind of separates us, but maybe that's why so many things don't go so great. Anyway, let's look at another tangent, Laura. So the it's often positioned as like this kind of like either or as well, which to me is very much um, along the lines of um, supremacy culture, like that binary thinking that it's either scarcity or abundance. It's a kind of like there's it's one or the other. And the whole idea that um, if you believe in scarcity or if, if scarcity affects you, that there's something wrong with your mindset, I just think is bullshit because scarcity 
the drive of scarcity is actually a human drive that has kept humans alive for a long time. Um, if we didn't have things that moved us out of scarcity, um, out of out of situations where resources were scarce, then we probably wouldn't have evolved, right? So I don't think either is good or bad, right or wrong, because again, that, that feeds into the binary. But what I'm wondering is if we do think of it that that is, and not necessarily even thinking of them as polar opposites, but also almost like um, the way I tend to think of it is like a pendulum swing. So like on one side is scarcity. And if the, you know, if the pendulum swings all the way up the other side, it's like, it's like abundance, like a limitless enoughness or a limitless um, amount. Um, And what I tend to observe in nature and also what I know in biology, you know, having a science background and all of the other science peeps out there or people who um, like to nerd out on a bit of science stuff would maybe have come across is the concept of homeostasis. The concept of um, like that biological balance or that internal kind of balance. So if I use that example I used at the start around like cold, like a scarcity of heat, we have biological processes in our body that bring us back to homeostasis, right? Um, If you have an abundance of heat, you're overheating, then we have biological processes to bring us back to homeostasis. And so the point that I tend to think of is like like a homeostasis point, an enoughness. And where, because I feel like one of the most powerful tools we can use to get clear on what works for us as individuals, what will work for you as an individual is your values, then I think that the, I wouldn't even say it's an alternative, but the place we can move towards when we want to move out of scarcity is towards our values driven enough point, whatever that might look like. Now, you can use abundance as the term that means that because abundance just means plentiful. Like the, the thing is there in, a, in it's plentiful. It doesn't have to mean the kind of business world hijacking of abundance, which is this kind of limitless, endless amount of things for everyone. Um, so that is kind of um, where my thinking is around scarcity, abundance, and that enough point. Now I have talked about enough and I'll link in the show notes um, the episode I did on finding your enough, um, particularly in relation to the, the one place I feel like this comes up a lot is in relation to money and finances. Um, and so how how you kind of get clear on your enough points. I've got an episode on that, which I'll link to, um, what your values driven enough is. And so if we think about the abundance piece still, there's a couple of other points that I would like to just offer up for consideration. So firstly, is abundance the kind of that limitless abundance or is that possible? Is that possible for anyone? But also is that possible for everyone? And at the expense of what? Because if we look like particularly if we consider money, if we look at the people who have a limitless abundance of money, generally the way they are getting that, um, you know, I would I would offer up, is that values aligned for you? Is it an option um, to do so, in to, to have a, 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 an abundance or particularly that um, businessy definition, you know, that online businessy kind of definition of a limitless abundance, is that actually aligned with your values to to go for that? Um, and is it 
possible, not just for humans, but is it possible within a world where we still have a world to be part of? And that is often the piece that comes back for me. Um, And I know I've shared on the podcast before, but one of my values is around um, a wise use of resources for myself, my community and the environment. And for me, when the other point that kind of gets stuck on around abundance is this idea of there's a plentiful enough I don't think it necessarily fosters the whole idea of like makes people waste stuff but if we if we're operating under this idea that there's just limitless amounts of stuff or there's enough for everyone there's enough to go around I feel like often then we miss the point that some things there isn't some things there are a finite finite amount of um some things are very precious and we need to take care of them and steward them and be mindful of them um and again I know that I often bring things back to nature and bring things back to gardening um because that is the space the lens through which I observe nature the most um but if we think about in those kind of in that kind of frame you know if we think about the resources say say water for example um there isn't there's not even a great amount really but there's there's definitely not a limitless amount and there's not necessarily enough for everyone to squander there is potentially enough if we can find that point of of how we use it so you know we we take care of it but when we position things as like this abundant there's so much of it I don't have to worry about it because more will come around I really believe that it does foster the idea of not having to actually steward things, not having to take care of things. And if I use the water example, um, for, for all of my life up until the last two years, I've lived in towns or cities where I'm on Maine's water supply, right? So water is seemingly abundant. I turn on the tap and look at that, there's water and it never runs out, right? Now we live in a small village where we're in charge of all of our water um, collection and also um, disposal as well. So we have to, um, we've got our own water tanks to collect water and we have our own septic system to take care of everything from the other end of the water, water system. And so there is an opportunity for us to figure out what our enough is and to have enough tanks and to collect um, the water so that we have enough for our needs, what our needs are and the behaviours and habits we have. There isn't a plentiful, limitless supply of water. Um, If we don't have enough tank supply or if we use water in a way that, um, like, you know, in that idea that it will never run out, um, it might run out and there have been times before we lived in this village but um we've I've talked to locals around times when tanks were running dry when people were chasing water trucks and even then people were still you know up until these points using water in a way that they were used to turning the tap on and the water never stopping because that is how we've been taught to look at resources and so I am getting a bit of a tangent as far as like what has this got to do with business Laura But I really, I suppose, want to talk to it because there is just the way that we approach resources or the way we approach things or think about things, it matters. And often that's brought up in this whole idea of the abundance mindset that, you know, how you think about things matters. Um, And it does. And I suppose the opportunity is there for us is to think about how do we want to think about things? How do you want to think about things? How do you want to approach things? How do you want to steward things based on your values? So I'm not here as per usual. I'm not here to tell you what to think. I'm not here to say you shouldn't 
think about things being abundant. I'm here to offer up some thoughts and to share with you my alternative, how I tend to, the lens I look at things, particularly resources, things like money, um, things like water, uh, things like just all of those kind of resources that are out there, even things like we can take it to the point of um, attention. Well, and also particularly in business time, um, the time that you have, the time that other people have to to work with you in your business or whatever it might be. It's not a limitless supply of these things, I don't think. that's I don't have that. So what I tend to have to kind of like bring it together is I tend to have that scarcity is a natural, normal human driver. It's built in. We're hardwired to respond to scarcity. And the reality is, is there is scarcity exists. And I don't believe in pretending it doesn't either and like saying that the existence of scarcity is a mindset thing. How we think about it, how we react to it, yes, that can sometimes be our thoughts. Um, It can also sometimes be our nervous system um, and trauma and our wiring um, around our own experiences. Um, And it can be the very real um, experience of oppression um, and limiting of resources that are available. And I always remember coming across this great um, alternative to using the uh, terms like... um, minority groups. I I don't use that one anyway myself. I I tend to say marginalized, but it was um, under-resourced, which I think is like encapsulates what is actually going on. And so I don't think, um, so yes, I, I, I have, and I hold that scarcity exists, the drive for scarcity and actual scarcity in the world does exist. Does it have to? Possibly not. Um, is it manufactured sometimes and is it created through the values of the systems we're part of? Yes, I do believe that. I think that a lot of the systems at play create a sense of and create a very real experience of. It's not. It's beyond mindset. It's just not a mindset thing that things are scarce. Um, things are scarce and some resources are quite precious. Now, if we focus on that, does that support us? Um, does that get us the opportunity to look at it through the lens of our values? Maybe not. So, you know, I'm not saying that we have to, that that we stew on it, that we focus on the fact that things are scarce. But I think we have to start from a point of acceptance, right? Because if we don't, if we pretend everything's abundance and limitless, if we pretend there aren't people out there actually experiencing planned and purposeful scarcity through the systems we're part of, where we, you know, where we're becoming, you know, where we're playing into what is going on. And so I think we can acknowledge it and accept that that exists. And we can say, now what? Based on your values, based on your values-based view of the world, the values you have for your business and for the world around you, how do you want to move forward? How do you want to act? And perhaps your values and the way you look at the world, maybe one of your values is abundance to view things through a space of abundance. And maybe it's not. Um, Like I said, one of my values is around looking at resources, um, particularly my own in my business and in my life, like my time, my energy, money is a resource as well, but also the resources of my community, the resources of the environment and the world that are in the ecosystem that I inhabit. I tend to look at them through a way, how do I use them wisely? Um, Because I, I have that by acknowledging my role as a steward of resources um, that I'm able then to operate in a way that's aligned with my values. Does that mean that's what you have to do? Absolutely not. I really encourage you to get clear on your values and then 
filter this thing through it. So think about that whole scarcity, abundance, pendulum swing. Think about the definitions that are used there and think about what's your values-based definition of enough. Maybe it is something to do with abundance. Um, Maybe it's more, it's somewhere else or it's some other word or some other piece in there. This is your life, (laughs) this is your business and these are your values. So it's really important to look at it through that way. Because for me, the idea of abundance and it's been thrown around in the business world for a long time, it just never sat for me. And I'm just using my own personal experience here and this is where the values-based lens is really important. It never sat right. It just never felt comfortable. And if I was to believe the business world and the coaching and all of the stuff out there, then it would be my issue, right? Me, it's a mindset issue. I don't have an abundance mindset. I have a scarcity mindset. But I don't. I don't think... I also don't have that focusing on the scarcity of stuff. I don't not have an abundance mindset because of the scarcity piece. I have what I feel like my own values-based enough point in the middle. And that is what I would like you to consider for yourself. Does abundance fit for you? How would you define abundance if you like that word, if that word and that concept and idea um, resonates for you? Um, How would you define it through your values? Um, What actually supports you to make choices in your business? And what actually supports you to accept what is and to actually move forward in your values-based way? Um, And so you can consider what's going on in your business. What are you aiming for? What are you working towards? Um, What's holding you back? Because yes, sometimes the fear of scarcity, the very real fear of scarcity, which has maybe been, maybe it's there because of your own experience, your own lived experience around things. And we use money as an example. Often people feel um, scarcity and fear of scarcity around money. And let's be bloody honest, um, there are a lot of humans who are held in a space of scarcity around money. That exists. And yeah, I have a real problem with the idea that people tell other people that that's a mindset issue. Now, like I said, we don't have to dwell on it, but, but I imagine there are some humans in the world who that's pretty much their focus. Because again, we exist in a system that has capitalized financial you know, made our needs, um, what's the word, um, contingent on being able to to have enough money to, to meet them. Um, so rather than our needs for food and shelter and basic, you know, water even, um, basic human needs, um, we have to have money to access them. Um, and so Scarcity is a natural driver. Scarcity is real. Scarcity is actually created for certain humans within our current system. Um, That exists. At the other end, the business world wants us to think it's a mindset issue. Like I said, I don't find that doesn't gel for me. Um, And that the alternative is to have an abundance mindset. Abundance, the word and the concept, there's nothing wrong with it. It just means plentiful, a great amount. The businessy, online businessy, um, very supremacy values lens that gets overlaid on abundance is there's enough for everyone. You know, there's a limitless enoughness um, out there and that we can just keep taking it. I don't have that um, and I don't align with that extractive, exploitative kind of idea of abundance. I've got no problems with abundance, the word, um, but that um, definition of it. And 
I feel like when I look to nature, when I look to the garden, when I look to human biology, that abundance doesn't hold up that idea of big abundance, that, that we're always moving towards a point of homeostasis. Scarcity exists, the scarcity drive to move us towards homeostasis to find what we need. And if I use the garden again, in the garden or in nature, there are systems and things at play that move nature out of abundance. So if you have ever had a fruit tree full of fruit, abundance, right? Yes, abundance exists. If you don't net that fruit tree, that abundance will be taken care of quick smart by all the birds in the neighborhood, particularly cockatoos around my parts. So abundance does exist, but nature has a way of bringing things back into balance. If there is an excess of something, nature will have systems or processes in place, the ecosystem as well, like it's not like some, you know, puppet master (laughs) directing this, the ecosystems have evolved to have things in place to bring it back to homeostasis. So humans can get involved, we can net the tree, we can take the harvest, but if we don't, the birds will move in, the birds will um, peck at the the food and then, um, particularly if it's bloody cockatoos, they don't eat all the fruit, they just knock it to the ground. Um, but then other animals will come in and they'll scavenge and they'll, they'll, they'll pick those the things up and then something else will come in and take the seeds. Nature does a really good job of actually bringing things back to balance or homeostasis really because you know balance I mean it's been hijacked a bit (laughs) by a different set of values so that's what I wanted to offer up to you if you find that scarcity comes up for you hello congratulations you're human um if you find that the idea that's put forward the businessy idea of abundance that kind of like abundance mindset thing doesn't quite gel you're not alone um if you find that you like it but you've but maybe um, it would be supportive to add it through your own values-based fil- your values filter and build your own values-based definition of what it means, then this hopefully felt supportive too. So what I would like to offer up to you is to consider what is your, like I said, the way I encapsulate it is a values-based enough, like a values-driven enoughness. Um, I just use the term enough because I know in my own head that that's coming through my own values. It's not like some sort of like external Goldilocks amount. Um, It's not something that somebody else decrees is enough necessarily, but it's thinking about that. But it's there's also other things that go on with that, right? So it's it's recognizing maybe where scarcity shows up and doing the work on that that we might need to do around creating safety for our nervous system. Healing our healing trauma stuff. Um, also remembering that we operate in a system that leverages that. Um, and thinking of like how can we come towards our own, how can you come towards your own definition that's supportive for you in your business? So rather than get pulled into scarcity and making decisions that pull you out of alignment with your values, rather than trying to hold on to this idea of abundance that just doesn't actually support you to move forward in your values because it feels out of reach or it feels unrealistic or whatever it might feel, um, then you can create your own values-driven definition of enough. Like I said, I'll pop in the show notes that episode that I did around finding you're enough. Um, So that might feel supportive if you want to take it a bit further. As always, I'm really interested to hear what you might think around this. So I'd love to know if this resonated, um, what you think, um, what what comes up for you. Um, Yeah, 
uh, let me know. So pop over to Instagram at Dietitian Values and pop a comment under the podcast post or you can send me a DM or flick me an email, laura at dietitianvalues.com. I'm always open to continue the conversation and I'm also you know, open to hearing where I might have missed the mark or what I've missed or just your point of view on this, your values-based point of view on this whole concept. Okay, well, let me know. And if you think that this is an idea worth sharing or a podcast episode worth sharing, then please feel free to share. And until next time, I'll chat to you again soon. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you and the time you've given to me. If you like what you heard, please share it with your dietitian besties and subscribe on your platform of choice. Want more like this? Come follow along and continue the combo on Instagram where I hang out at Dietitian Values. I'm so grateful for you and the opportunity to connect. Have a good one. Catch you next time on the Dietitian Values Podcast. The Dietitian Values Podcast is recorded on the unceded lands of the Ngambri and Ngunnawal people. I pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging.